We want what we want because we think we'll feel different in the having of it. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King from Connect Back In. Thank you as always for pressing play and being here today. We're going to talk about desires. And I was wondering if I should put like a chronological step to this. Um, I'm kind of going to be speaking all over the place. And I find that when I don't put so much structure to the episode, I come up with much better content. I don't get caught up in the minutia and look at my notes and be like, oh, did I say that? Or what am I saying? And then I get all confused. So we're just going to talk about desires like blank slate. And one thing I can tell you is we all have desires. It's a human trait. We cannot have a not have desires. To not have a desire is a desire. Like, I don't want to want anything anymore. That's a desire. Sorry to tell you. Um, But it's how we grow and expand and evolve and change and become the incredible versions of ourselves that we already are, but uncover, if you will, the best version of you. So desires are very important. And one thing, and I've mentioned this on many a podcast, episodes is we want what we want because we think we'll feel different in the having of it. So we'll say once I get that tangible things, it could be once I get that car, then I'll feel really confident. I'll drive around in that car and people will see me and they'll respect me. I'll be able to go places with confidence knowing my car won't break down. (laughs) Um, I can pull up to valet and feel good about myself. And those feelings are available to you now. So you can feel like how I do this actually, and I'm kind of tapping into the manifestation part of it, is I'll envision myself. I used to drive a Honda CRV and I called her Bev. That was the name of my car because she was a super mommed up vehicle, <laughs> but I loved her. Um, I've always leased because I live in California. And you just don't drive a lot of miles. You drive short distances. You're, you might be in traffic a lot, but you're not driving 20 miles here and there like you do in the Midwest. So I'm a leaser. I like having a new car as much as possible. So anyways, getting back on track here. When I would drive Bev around in real estate, a Honda CRV isn't exactly um, <laughs> the high-end luxury vehicle. No, no, hate, no hating on it. I loved that car. But in real estate, especially in the La Jolla market, everyone drives a really flashy, beautiful car. And I remember thinking, I want a Land Rover. Once I get a Land Rover, then I will show up and I'll be this totally different version of Morgan. And you get the Land Rover, which I have now, and I love it. It's a discovery. It's great. Her name's Greta. I like to name random things because I feel like everything has a personality if you give it one. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely more confident than when I used to have Bev, but like I, the core of who I am has not changed. 
I still have problems and things still pop up. Like I still have worries and fears. I'm still a human being. Um, But in order for me to get that car, I firmly believe I had to bring forward the energy that that car, I believe that car would give me. So you act as if. So I would drive around in my Honda CRV and I would pretend like I would be in a Land Rover. So I'd feel into those emotions. I'd be like, okay, the creamy leather seats. I can drive really fast, really quickly. It's really spacious. It has this really beautiful, um, long sunroof. And I just feel confident driving this car. And lo and behold, like a few months later, I got an incredible deal and worked it out. So that's like tapping into how you can get your desire. But something I want to point out specifically here is that if I'm stressed out, angry, frustrated, um, and trying to get to this vehicle, trying to achieve this vehicle, it's challenging because you have to become that version of you that's able to receive that thing. So am I making sense here? If you believe you'll be different in the having of something, you have to become that version of you first. You won't all of a sudden, if you're stressed out, frustrated, and angry person, once you get this car, it's not going to change who you are. That's not how things work. And then you find that out and then you're like, oh, it wasn't the car. I need 10 clients instead, or I need a boyfriend, or I need to lose 20 pounds. And something else that's interesting to point out is how much we delay our happiness and joy in life until we get a desire. And when you look back on your life, hasn't this always been true? Have you been inevitably delaying your happiness because you assume once you get something outside of yourself, then you will be happy when in reality, that's available to you now. And it's kind of scary and almost comical to see how much we put in front of us that will ultimately for eternity delay your happiness because you'll always have a desire. And it's this idea that you can have the Sunday now and these other parts of life, these other desires are the cherry on top of the Sunday. They're not the ice cream, the whipped cream, the chocolate sauce, the peanuts, whatever you want on your Sunday. They're just the cherry. So they make things great, but they're not the bulk of what brings you joy and fulfillment and happiness. So as much as I think desires are important, it's also important to frame them and understanding, why do I want this thing that I want? Do I believe I'll be a different person in the having of it? Is that true? Will I really change everything about myself once I have money? Once I have all these external forces, you will never have enough. You will never be fulfilled if you work from the outside in. You got to work from the inside out. And that's what this podcast is all about, is connecting back into who you truly are, that higher self, that higher version of you that you already are. You're just working to uncover and repattern and believe that because you are who you think you are. And that's the truth of it. So if you think that you're not successful because you don't make X amount of money, you think that you can't find a partner, like there's no one out there for you, whatever your belief systems are that are holding you back, 
that's your truth and that's your reality. And a great quote here, because I love inserting quotes, is reality is an illusion, albeit a persistent one. A question that I kind of find myself asking in day-to-day is like, is that real? Is that real though? And what's real? Who decides what's real? Who decides what success looks like? Or that I'm working enough hours or that I'm making enough money or that my relationship is working out. Here's the real humdinger. I just wanted to say that word is that's you. You're the one that decides that for yourself, nobody else. But we're looking for that outside validation, like someone, whoever this person is, that decides everything for reality, even though all of our realities are completely different because they're based upon our beliefs and our thought systems. And they are illusions. Your reality is an illusion. It is not truth because it's subjective. Reality is an objective. The way that I, if someone did exactly what I did every single day, they would think differently about their experience than I would because of our belief systems and who we are and what we're meant to achieve and why we're here and all the reasons. And I'm saying all this to just question, like, when you have your desire, I think it's a great thing, but why why is it there? And how much power are you giving to it? Maybe go back and listen to Inspired Action if you're hustling and missing your life trying to achieve this desire. I mean, what's the point there? You'll get there and be a bum- bummerowski. I'm com- I'm saying some really cool words today. A um, couple of things, though, I do want to just address. If you do have desires, there might be some obstacles that come your way. And these are just simple reminders to give you the feeling that what is meant for you cannot pass you by. And you have your desires within you for a reason. You're meant to follow those. We all have a unique roadmap. We all have unique desires. And it's because we're meant to fulfill those. And then it creates expansion for the world and for life. And I really believe we're all here for a purpose. You've not been forgotten. You're here for a reason. You carry kind of a significant weight when it comes to life. Like you weren't put here by accident. So those desires that you have, you're meant to fulfill those because you're per- you have a purpose. And sometimes when you have a desire and you're on your path, a whole bunch of obstacles can come up that make you question, am I meant to really do this? Like, what am I doing here? And I think those are valuable evaluations to have in your life because sometimes they are there to redirect you on your path. You might be doing things in a way that really truly isn't serving you, but because we have such a limited view, it's hard for us to see until the universe gives us a sign to either redirect or reevaluate where we are. And a statement I want to make here to remind you is just because it's not working out the way that you planned or expected doesn't mean it isn't working out in your favor and for the highest good of all. This is a challenging one to grasp because when we have a desire, we might create a roadmap or a plan 
on how to get there. Or maybe we just kind of go with the flow and follow the signs, which is honestly the best way to go. But if you're like me, if you're a Virgo, you likely create some sort of framework or strategy or steps. Like, tell me the process. I'm all about the process. How do I get there? And you're doing all the things, quote unquote, right. And it just isn't working out. A great reminder right now is for my beautifully amazing clients that are trying to buy houses and it's a total seller's market will literally come in 100K over asking with like incredible terms and we don't get the offer accepted. And when you look at it for what it is, it's like, what the heck's going on? Like, why can't my clients find a house? That's all I want for them. I'm so excited for that day. But I know from experience that there's so much going on in the background that we have no idea about. And as much as we might believe in the moment that it's not working out for us, it's always working out for us. And it might be hard to see. And I want to validate you on that. If you're going through a challenging time, you're like, wait, you can't, like, you don't know all the things I'm going through right now. This can't be working out for my highest good. But then what you do is you look back on past experiences and you remind yourself, thank God that relationship didn't work out. Thank God I didn't get that job. Thank God they didn't give me that promotion because then I left and I started my own career and now I have a fulfilling life. So if you're currently working on a desire and it's just seems as though it's not going right, just this is a reminder that it is. It really truly is. And you just need to hold on a little bit longer. And you might actually learn that it's just not your door. Maybe you're not meant to do the thing that you want to do. And that's what I mentioned about kind of the reevaluation of things. Um, and then the second thing is that I feel like a lot of times we can be held back from achieving our desires. And this is really stems from kind of like the fear of what will people say? What will they think of me? Am I ready? Um, do I have what it takes? And you do. I'm here to tell you that if you have that desire, you already have everything within you to fulfill that. And if there's people outside of you that are saying otherwise, what, who, who do they know? What do they know that you don't know? Do you want their life? Do you respect them? Questioning who are you getting your advice from? Because I found when people are happy and successful, they never put down others trying to chase their dreams. People who give you the, oh, be wary, are they where you want to be? Like if someone's wildly thriving in their life, they're going to want you to do the same too because they know what's possible. And so just remembering that, and this can be challenging to do, again, I want to acknowledge, is like people trying to hold you back, it has nothing to do with you. It can be scary if people don't go after what it is that they want in their lives. They don't want you doing that either because then they want you to stay small. They're like, stay small with me. Come on now. Don't you go getting big britches and like, like achieving all your dreams because then I don't have an excuse for me because you already did it. I can't say, oh, it's the economy or it's the coronavirus or 
it's because I don't have enough experience or whatever. I can come up with 9 million limiting beliefs. And I'm not saying those don't exist, but you can choose to see things in another light. I have plenty of reasons I could share with you why I could just sit back and cry every day for the next two years. (laughs) I'm sure we all do. But I'll tell you, when I turned 30, I was hit upside the head. And all those experiences that I saw as why me, why is this happening to me, all these challenges, I overcame them and I used them to my advantage. And they made me stronger than I ever thought I could possibly be. And so again, kind of tying back to everything's always working out for your highest good. So in summary, have your desires. Just make sure that you're not sacrificing yourself and delaying your happiness and joy in life until you get those things because you will forever delay. You can have happiness and joy now. That is your birthright. You're already whole. You're already worthy. And those external factors are just the icing on the cake. And if you believe otherwise, I highly recommend you looked into that and you dive inside and think, why do I believe I'm not worthy? Why do I believe I'm not enough just as I am? And start to uncover those beliefs and ask yourself why. And maybe work with a coach or join a group coaching program or start reading a book. My intention with this podcast, because I'm not, I'm not a coach, I'm not a psychologist, I just have these resources that have supported me and really transformed my life for the better. And so I want to share them with you. And this is hopefully just planting the seed. It's the little nugget that makes you think, huh, maybe she has something to say here. I want to enjoy my life. I don't want to just be chasing happiness until I die. That's not why we're here. How can I see things differently? So if you even got an ounce of that from today's episode, That is all I'm looking for. So thank you as always for listening and continue to stay safe out there. Until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.